Welcome in to the American Lean Podcast. It's Wednesday, and I want to complete part four of our four-part series on how to increase cash flow without laying off employees. This is a very important topic as companies in the United States begin to open up and people go back to work. No one is for sure what exactly what that'll look like, which is why I wanted to provide this four-part series on how to increase cash flow, which will be very important moving forward for most organizations. Now, in the previous podcast, I talked about setting up our pull chains for the parts that support the top 80% of the products you sell to customers. In part three of this podcast, we calculated the quantities we need to keep at each location within that pull chain. In this podcast, let's talk about how we will signal when we are out of parts in one of our bins and what happens next. We will do that using pull cards. We'll learn more about that right after the intro. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast, where we cover five topics in five days in about five minutes. The only place in the world where you can get daily lean coaching. Your host is Tom Reed, and he shares his 30 years of experience and covers leadership, culture, entrepreneurship, lean methodologies, industry 4.0, and interviews special guests on their lean journey. We're glad you're here. So let's go. Welcome in to the American Lean Podcast. It's episode 55 we're going to finish the fourth episode of our series of how to increase cash flow for organizations. So the whole purpose of a pull system is to react to what is happening on the shop floor based upon actual consumption. MRP systems operate by looking at future orders, calculating when you need to start those orders to meet a delivery date, and then providing suggested start dates and purchase suggestions. This is great if your customers never change their mind. But what happens when your customer pulls in delivery dates, or worse, pushes out delivery dates? Your purchasing group now spends a lot of time expediting or de-expediting material. MRP was never designed to be a shop floor inventory control system. So pull systems react to signals based upon the actual consumption of material during the production process. If your customers push out delivery dates, you won't consume material as quickly and you won't receive a signal to order more or make more. The same thing happens if they pull in orders. Your material bins will turn more quickly than designed and you will receive signals to replenish material more often than designed. Either way, we want to use pull cards to signal when to do something. Now, a pull card typically is just a 2 or 3 inch by 2 or 3 inch card that goes on the front of the bins. But they do have five pieces of information on them. The part number, the part description, the quantity in the bin, where used, so where is that bin consumed, and where replenished. Where do we go get more when we are out? You can put company logos on them, barcode them, even RFD chip them, but at a minimum, you need to have these five pieces of information. A usual deployment of the pull cards is to place them on each bin of material that we have within the pull system. When the bin goes empty, only when it is empty, that is our signal to take the bin or the pull card and go get more at the resupply location. Now, while that bin is off getting replenished, are you out of parts? No, you have a second container worth of material. If you have constant demand about the time the second container is going empty, the first container will return. And on average, there's about one container's worth of material in the system. Key thing to keep in mind is that once you deploy pull cards, you'll periodically have to audit them. They fall off containers. People stick them in their pockets and take them home. All kinds of things happen. And if they disappear, you won't get a signal that you are out of material when a bin goes empty. You often learn you're missing a card if you keep receiving purchase suggestions from your ERP system, but you haven't seen a card in a while for that part. That's a sign you should go investigate to see if a card is missing. Now, we started this series when I talked about an article from 1998, where I worked with a small company in Cincinnati, that used this entire process to reduce their inventories and free up cash. And that saved them when 9-11 happened in 2000 and the demand for their product went down. 
So I hope this series has added a lot of value, and this article proves that pull systems are powerful and can improve your overall inventory turns and free up your cash flow. Trust me, I'm a huge fan of pull systems. So if you want to read the article, you obviously can go to AmericanLean.com slash blog, How to Increase Cash Flow Without Laying Off Employees, Part 4. So trust me, if we follow the steps that I laid out in these four podcasts, there's a lot you can do to reduce your inventories, which will help you free up cash. And you can do it very, very quickly. I hope this series has added value for you. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope that you take this information to make yourself and your company a little bit better today. This podcast is for you. So if there are topics you'd like me to cover, or if you'd like to share your company's lean journey, please contact me at tom at americanlean.com. Until tomorrow, have a great one. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we are honored to serve you and we hope that you and your company are getting a little bit better every day. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast and share it with others in the lean and business community. If you'd like to turbocharge your lean efforts, please visit us at AmericanLean.com.